welcome to the All Around Joe podcast, where we believe that personal fitness is the key to living a healthy, happy, and productive life. Hey guys, welcome back to the All Around Joe podcast. I am here in Seattle, Washington, actually driving my car, so I hope the audio doesn't sound too bad for y'all. It is a rainy July day here in Seattle, Washington, which is actually kind of strange because it has been incredibly warm and dry all summer long, or even before that. I mean, we've had months now where we've only had a couple days of rain, so this is very strange to see rain here in Seattle this year which I guess is a good thing, but it feels very nice to see the rain because being a Seattleite, you expect this on a regular basis. And the reason that we love our warm days so much is because of this rain. So it's kind of like when I lived in San Diego, I didn't appreciate the weather after about a year because it was sunny every freaking single day. So you gotta have the good with the bad in order to really appreciate the good. And this Seattle rain is exactly what that is. It actually feels kinda nice to be driving around in the rain, because it's what we're used to. Feels like home. (laughs) But anyway, this podcast today is all about an update on uh, adrenal fatigue, or my adrenal fatigue process, or symptoms, where I'm at, all that fun stuff. So if you haven't listened to earlier podcasts, I highly recommend that you do so to follow my adrenal fatigue saga, if you will, especially if you're a hard-charging CrossFit athlete or even a hard-charging athlete in general. So if you work out hard on a regular basis, you should be aware of what adrenal fatigue is, how you get it, and how you can avoid it and test for it, because it is no joke. So just to give you a little bit of recap on that, back in November of last year, I was doing a workout. It was a workout that was 100 thrusters at 135 with five burpees on the minute, every minute. So if you you do the thrusters as fast as you can, and if the minute runs out then you have to do five burpees so you want to obviously do the thrusters as fast as you can so you don't have to do as many burpees while I was doing that workout I literally felt like I could have fallen asleep it's the strangest occurrence because if you're in the middle of a workout it's kind of like going to battle and can you imagine going to battle and having your body say oh I need to I'd rather be asleep right now. It, it's not supposed to work that way. It's what it comes down to. And the thing is, it's not like I was sleep deprived either. I, I consistently sleep, you know, to this day and for the last many years, uh, eight to ten hours a night. So I'm getting a lot of sleep, way more usually than the typical person even. And my body was just not, still not recovering enough from workouts. And I, at that point, decided to go... And because I knew something was wrong, and I could have told you that something was wrong for a while, even back years ago, like you know, three or four years ago, when I was doing my Ironman triathlons, there was one point when I was on the bike and I felt the same way. So I was riding in 
Cozumel, you know, by the ocean, beautiful. And I kept falling asleep on the bike and I'd have to get myself up out of the saddle or seat for you on bike riders. Um, in order to keep myself awake. And then once I felt fully awake, I would drop back down onto the saddle and continue going until I felt like I needed to fall asleep again and then I'd pop back up. So that should have been a very early sign of this adrenal fatigue thing. But, you know, on and off since then, I'd known that there was something not particularly right, but it never hit me hard enough in order to actually get it checked out and, you know, find this specialist. This isn't something you just go to your regular doctor with. They're not going to know what to do with it. Um, so I had to find a specialist, do a bunch of uh, interviews of other fitness professionals that had dealt with this in order to find some people to work with. I went and got uh, several tests done, found out that my adrenal glands were not producing cortisol or very little cortisol compared to the normal person. Uh, which is why it, what, I didn't have the energy when I needed to during the workout. So cortisol is going to break down uh, tissues in order to produce energy for you when you're in stressful situations. A lot of times you hear of cortisol as being a bad thing, um, but for an athlete, it's a very good thing um, to have cortisol when you want to work out. Now, if you're sitting on the couch or at your job, having high cortisol from stress is not a good thing. But... If you don't have high cortisol when you're working out, your body is just not going to be able to give you the energy that you need and you're going to feel literally like you want to fall asleep. Ask me how I know. So I went and got those tests done, was working with a specialist at nourishbalancethrive.com to figure out what was going on. And so that's like since January-ish, I've been on a, or I had been on an adrenal fatigue um, kind of like supplement regime, if you will. So I was taking certain specific supplements in order to uh, help my body get back on track, let my adrenals rest up, and also looked at some other things that were potentially lacking in my nutrition so that I could supplement with those things. Um, one of the things that I found personally was that my body was not utilizing amino acids properly. And that could have been due to, you know, several things. But I started supplementing with a really good amino acid several times a day and around workouts. Um, and digestive enzymes and some other things that uh, came up in tests that could have contributed to why my body was at a highly stressed space for, during this adrenal fatigue issue. And just so that you have an idea of how the adrenal fatigue works is... You go through three stages of it where your body has an elevated adrenal fatigue and then it's chronically elevated, I'm sorry, elevated cortisol and then it'd be chronically elevated cortisol so it stays up all the time and then your body actually shuts down the production of cortisol so it's low all the time. And I was in stage three so my body had gone through the first two stages and was shutting down the production of cortisol because I essentially was... Uh, had my body at a high stress all the time with mostly with workouts because I'm not a, a normally stressed person in my daily life but so I had to go on this all these supplements in order to deal with that as well as make sure that I was in an extra relaxed state at other times which meant I've for the last six months have been 
doing a meditation process called Holosync, which is about an hour a day. And so I'm meditating an hour a day. I'm taking all these supplements. I'm being very mindful by testing my HRV. So if my HRV drops low, I have, you know, low exertion workout days or taking extra days off if my body's trashed. And I'd been doing that since January. So it's been, you know, seven-ish, eight-ish months now. And the good news is that in my body is feeling a lot better. I have gone off all of the adrenal support supplements that I was taking and have continued to take the other amino supplements, the uh, digestive enzymes, fish oils, multivitamin, and uh, I think that's it. There might be a couple more. but um, So I'm continuing to take those guys as just that is my normal. And then also continuing to do the meditation, the HRV stuff. But there's also something interesting in there is that I've also linked the that I wasn't so part of the when I started going into this adrenal thing, I've always been tinkering with my diet a lot. And if my well, let me step back. Uh, quite a few, a couple of years ago, I started really reading a lot about the carb backloading thing, about t- nutrient timing, all that stuff. And it became apparent to me to try this carb backloading. So for the last couple of years, I've been setting up my nutrition where my carbs are set up at the end of my day, which for the normal person that wants to lose body weight, I think is a, a or body fat is a great idea, a great way to set yourself up is to have your proteins, fats, and vegetables throughout the day in kind of moderate portions, and then at night you get to jam down a bunch of carbohydrates, assuming that you're working out quite a bit um, in order to lose body fat. But in talking with my dietitian, yes, even though I do do coaching myself, I have my own coach, because I think that everybody needs their own coach. And she told me that I should potentially try adding more carbohydrates throughout the day to my diet to see if it brings up my energy levels. So over the last week or so, I've been adding an extra sweet potato, about an extra sweet potato throughout the day. And what I did is I just took a mixture of a bunch of sweet potatoes, mashed them all up, added maybe a quarter stick of Kerrygold butter, and I chopped up a green apple and... uh, mixed it all together. And then what I would do is take a some glassware, Tupperware, with me and eat the sweet potato mash, if you will, in addition to the meals that I would usually have. And the interesting thing is that I haven't seen, like, an amazing, like, super jump in performance, although I can say that I am feeling way more energized throughout the day. Well, not maybe not throughout the day, but definitely during my workouts. Maybe a, not like uh, an underlying sense of more energy during the day and a just better feeling during my workouts. So what, rather than during a, a metabolic conditioning or cardio-ish session in CrossFit, I, rather than feeling like I was scraping myself off the ground and really just working in order to keep up with the workout, I feel more like, okay, you know, this hurts, I'm working really hard, 
but it's not that bad. Like I can sustain it. I, I know my limits and I'm feeling pretty good about it. So that's been incredibly positive. So it's a strange thing. It's, it's more back to how I used to eat before I, I started doing some of these, uh, the CrossFit-ish stuff. And, or even like the first year of CrossFit, I used to eat more like that, where I'd have carbohydrates throughout the day and also be very conscious of the type of carbohydrate. So low glycemic carbohydrate, always eaten with protein and fat, but uh, at a higher volume of that carbohydrate intake to sustain more energy. Um, and I think that everybody's a little bit different. So you have to kind of feel this out for yourself. And like I said, I really like the carb backloading stuff, especially if you need to cut down some of their body fat. Um, I'm in a current position where I don't really need to cut down any body fat. I just want to increase my performance as much as possible. So playing with these things is, uh, I'm in a good space to do that. And I think that I'm going to keep on pushing those extra carbohydrates and see what happens with that. So after doing the adrenal fatigue support for six months, I'm off of those supplements. I'm just taking the regular supplements. I'm testing my HRV daily. I'm doing the meditation for an hour daily. I am adding more carbohydrates to my diet, which depending on where you're at, you could try that out if you're a hard-charging athlete or not. I'm thinking that it's potentially that I was depleting my body so much of the carbohydrates that it was using other sources such as protein in order to and fat in order to make the energy that I needed during my super hard charging workouts that I did on a daily basis. And that was just not sustainable in over the long term. So my body ended up just shutting itself down and being deficient in a lot of different things. So you have to really pay attention to these guys. And I think that testing things like, uh, you know, adrenals and organic acids and stool and all this stuff on a regular basis is a great thing, especially if you're working out a lot so that you know where you're at. So that's pretty much all I've got for you on this show. I wanted to really let people know about the, where I was at with adrenal fatigue. You know, if you're a hard charging athlete, I highly recommend that you are testing these types of things on a semi-regular basis because it is not cool in order to have a dream or to work so hard that you give yourself adrenal fatigue. Just pay attention to your body. Pay attention to your diet. Make sure that you're getting more than enough nutrients all the time. Depleting your body is not a healthy thing. And you also need to make sure that you're cognitive of of your relaxation and letting yourself in this go, go, go world have time to really just recharge and uh, hang out in, especially, you know, I found that when testing all these things, hanging out in nature and going for walks and hikes in nature is actually about the most restorative thing that you can do for yourself. Strange, uh, I know, but that seems to be the case over and over and over again, that if you want to recharge your body, go out for a hike, go camping, um, get out into the woods or the ocean or wherever your outdoor space is because it seriously seems to help things out. (laughs) Crazy Seattle drivers, sorry about that. You never know what they're gonna do. They don't seem to care if you're in a car or walking or whatever they'll just run you over so got to be careful (laughs) anyway guys that's all i have for you today the all-around joe podcast where we believe the personal fitness is key living a healthy happy and productive life 
you have any questions, you can always hit me up at joe at allaroundjoe.com. I will see you on the next podcast.